We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1 where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. Light years is so fucking crazy to me. It's so crazy. Light years is so fucking crazy to me. It's so crazy. And welcome to the Light Years podcast. Andy is back. I uh, had a fun week without him. And and now he's back to ruin everything. What's up, buddy? I come back and we're at, oh, I almost said we are down. I come back and the Miami Heat are down three one. That's that's the first. You, you sound you sound like you're hurting. <laughs> it's been a long it's been, <clears throat> it's been a long week. Sam tried to get me on to do a light years premium episode, and I just it just it would have. Yeah, uh, you took the week off. If if we'd have made it work, it would have been uh it would have been an added plus, but it wasn't an expectation. <laughs> Uh, would have been stealing money from people, but that was that was one of the best. That was one of the best games I've seen so far in the bubble. To be to be honest, can it, outside of the I'm rooting for the Miami Heat to win, Sam. Can I just that was the most fun game we, we've seen in a long time. Is that right? Yeah. Can we can we go through why? Let's 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 start there. What what did you like about the game? Yeah that that was that was one of the few games where I felt the refs let people play. I didn't feel like there was I like even Luka Doncic, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard. There's just a lot of players that play to fouls in the NBA, and that right. was the biggest one. Yeah, I just felt like same I mean, same with LeBron, AD, and Jimmy. Those guys hunt foul calls. 
but the refs kind of didn't give it to him the whole game. And the guys adjusted, and they started playing real basketball. And that's, that's why we watch. Like, we're not watching for guys to shoot 25 free throws and 23s. Also, that's the other thing, right? Guys weren't really chucking up 35 threes a game. There was a lot of, like... Or, or if they you know, were, I thought they were hard shots. Like, the, the thing that always gets me is when the refs call that many whistles, like, you have two choices. You either foul out or you, you lay off of guys. And they're all too good. So it just leads to like 130, 125 because you can't defend anyone. I This is one of the first games I've seen in the bubble where it's like they were airing kind of on the side of no call versus, you know, calling everything, which means you can get a little more aggressive defensively. And always reminds me of that like Bob Myers quote where he's like, see how many guys can actually shoot 40% in the playoffs when you're physical and like up in them and and it's right if you're allowed to be physical good shooters stand out because not everyone should be able to shoot 40 percent on like 10 a game yeah yeah there's a lot of uh, like jay crowder we're seeing like a prime example right of, yeah. of probably can't really shoot but that was uh that was one of the games where you feel i don't know if i ever felt like miami was gonna win but it, it did feel like there was a um there was a there was a chance both teams uh, could win a championship uh, in that game. They obviously it, missed it was possession to possession. Yeah. It was for the whole game too. For the it was. I don't think anybody had a lead above seven or eight until kind of like the very very end when AD hit that three. But even then, it always felt like they were one possession away. Was very curious to see what what to understand what Jimmy Butler was doing. Like, was he scared of taking it to to Anthony Davis or, or guys that were guarding very odd compared to uh, compared to game right. three there, but. but. Well, I thought that was a major adjustment they made. They just had AD guard him, man. At that, like, pretty much, definitely the fourth quarter, but probably the whole second half. I'd have to, like, go back and see what yep. started. But, like, I mean, if AD is going to guard you man to man, Jimmy's not, I don't know if he's not good enough, but, like, he's kind of, he shouldn't be, uh, I guess, uh, trying to take it on. Like, that's, right. I, I guess that's not. And that's kind of Miami's fatal flaw, right? Like they don't have they are missing they are, dude. They are missing Jimmy's court. Jimmy's amazing, but he's not that dude in my opinion. A lot of a lot of uh, I didn't I didn't know how much I would miss watching Goran Dragic play because he was he had the ball a lot throughout right. the game. Yeah, had a lot of kind of ISOs and those type of shots. They were missing him. Anthony Davis was the best player on the floor. Do you agree? That was that defense I compared it to Draymond Green, where I think he had like 10 points or something really, really small by halftime. But I felt like he was like, there was nothing Miami could do with him either. Like, especially on offense where they couldn't get the ball inside every time Andre Godala, Jay Crowder, Jimmy would get it in the paint. They play this hot potato game that, that I think Andre Godala uh, uh, spread to the, to the Miami heat. He was the best defensive player and the best player on the court. That was, that was fun to see. That was similar to Pete Draymond. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess that's what we've expected from AD for like a decade. Like we've seen him do it at times, right? You know, like it's not like we didn't know he could defend, but like you just haven't seen him, I guess, engage and take over a game defensively in the way that he should be. You know, he's shown he's capable of, oh, the Dodgers just at home. Nope, not going out. You thought that was, huh? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm like 25 feet from the TV. It looks like it's good. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I mean, 
it's going to be hilarious. I don't give a shit about finals MVP. I stopped caring about right. that when it started becoming a thing to hold against staff. Yes. Like it was like, it's like very clear people don't actually engage in honest conversations, particularly when you heard the logic for why people didn't vote for him with the Warriors. But with all that said, like through four games here, AD or, or LeBron for you? Yeah, it's got to be AD. Right. It's got it's got to be Eddie. Also with Bam at a bio coming back, uh, who was very he looked very healthy tonight. But with him coming back at 80, playing a lot better than he did the game previous. That's one of those things. I think, man, uh, that was uh, watching that made me think if they had Bam and Dragic that series, that would have been fun. Again, winning a title despite injuries that happens every single season that happens all the time. But it would have been a fun series like it would have been. I don't know if it'd be 2-2. I don't know if he'd be, I don't know if Miami right. would be up 3-1, but like that would have been, Miami does need that. I like, I like to think Miami probably would have responded in game two instead of game three, because uh, the Lakers in game one just overwhelmed them. It was, it, it's a quintessential, like, oh, we're not playing the East anymore type of game. Yep. Uh, but then Miami lost everyone. So game two, they're kind of shell-shocked too. And then by game three, they, I don't want to say they figured stuff out, but at least they, they found some way to make it competitive. They found some way to play defense against the Lakers. The Lakers, really, they maybe didn't have that game in the bag, but they had a defense for the Lakers where they were where they were clogging a little more. Hey, they, only scored, they only scored 102. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Until LeBron hit two, I, mean, I wouldn't say bullshit threes, but he made two threes that kind of unlocked everything. Then you've got CP3 making. But again, that's like championships, right? That that's what that's how people yeah. win. That's how teams win championships. Sometimes you'll have Quinn Cook making some big. Actually, he never did. But you know, like you'll have big. You'll have random players make big shots throughout the finals. Always, always. So, like, Swaggy P versus the Rockets. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, it just happens. What I was gonna, what I was gonna say, um, not to dwell on the finals MVP stuff too much. I'm not so sure it should be AD. I think it's very close. It's just cracking me up how similar the dynamic is to Steph and KD, uh, where no matter what AD does, you can make the case that LeBron being the focal point and the playmaker and the key player should just by default always be the final MVP. Uh, And that's kind of the same logic for Steph. It's like, it's no disrespect to KD. KD's one of the greatest ever. But you watch the game. One guy's the guy who makes, you know, the straw who stirs the drink. One guy's taking more defensive attention. And the other guy's capitalizing on it. And it's it's Ooh. tough to decide who's more important, you know? Because uh, you can make an argument either way. I always felt like with Steph and KD, it was kind of like, I don't really care. It's just cool to watch the both of them. And like, if you feel like you have to draw a line, that's up to you. That's kind of how I feel with LeBron and AD here. Like in eighties, probably been a little more impressive in his role, but none of this works without LeBron. Like there's no other way around it. Like there's he's, I mean, forget the assist or anything. He just, he makes the whole team run. It's, it's, it's no different than like the Steph KD thing for me. Yeah, that's that's love of the game. That's a love of the game stuff, right? There. I mean, that's just you genuinely. Well, should we just do co MVPs? But the thing is, I think for me, it's you just genuinely watch the game and say, "Hey, this is what this guy does. This is what this guy does." There is no reason to put down another person when you're watching these players. To make right. it seem like someone's <clears throat> to make an argument about something that doesn't honestly doesn't really matter, right? Like the argument that Steph, like it doesn't really matter, right? With LeBron. 
if and when he wins that fourth title, if he even gets that fourth final MVP, does it even matter? Because if he doesn't go to LA, they're not going to the finals and they're not getting AD. So like, what does it really matter? Um, I guess it's just cool when someone like MJ wins six finals across right however many years and then is obviously obviously the best player across all those teams i guess that's when it's cool but if you don't do it you don't do it like kobe didn't get finals mvp for all the titles right like either no Shaq was and in some ways there was a similar dynamic there but um yeah yeah, i mean i i would be lying if i wouldn't think it's hilarious if lebron loses finals mvp basically the same way Steph did to KD like because I mean we could go to like 2018 it doesn't really matter what year any any way you look at it like they they were always more focused on Steph and he was the player who made the team go and even even if you think KD is a better player and he probably is individually a better player um, you can make a compelling case that Steph should have been MVP the whole way and for LeBron to lose it on the same logic that Steph didn't get it would be hilarious because who are the biggest detractors from Steph and like to point out the finals MVP? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it also would hurt LeBron a lot more. I think he is someone that's going to want to spin it, and that is something that he probably wants to win. We know that. Actually, not probably. He does. Just It'll just immediately, the spin cycle, be he's a team player. He doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just for someone like Steph, I think he definitely cared, but not to that extent where he's going to go above and beyond to, to really push an agenda. I think with LeBron, that is going to be funny to see if it happens. Where It, it, it is what it is, man. Um, it is what it is. Let, so let's, let's, let's get to some Warriors talk. And then okay. um, we haven't even talked about this yet, but this is going to be a listener episode. We did one of these a few months ago. You guys overwhelmingly positively responded to it um you know if you hate it this time make sure to let me know to never do it again but uh but um we're gonna have uh, a bunch of the light years regulars on kind of throw out a question to the discord chat if you want to be on the pod this week so i'm really excited to hear what kind of everyone else thinks some some of the some of the listeners i mean we're gonna have to put the explicit label on this one it might not be safe for kids but uh um with that said the big thing going on with the Warriors now is we're getting close to the draft, right? And we're always getting closer to the draft, Sam. We're I mean, but always... like we're legitimately actually getting actually, closer. And then it'll get pushed to J- January. I'm excited though. But yes, yes. I think we are one of these days, 40 days away. Wow. It's pretty much tomorrow, man. <laughs> uh, so the big news item of the last week is Miles Turner's names come up a bunch in trades. And you know, one person mentions it, you don't think much of it, but Marcus Thompson, a friend of the show, mentioned it in his article over the weekend. Jonathan Wasserman, um, who does a draft podcast on Blue Wire, also mentioned his most recent mock. He notes here that right. the, the um, that there's been discussions about it, like things we know that are objectively true. Indiana is in the trade market. I don't think Indiana wants to pay Oladipo, Turner, Sabonis, Brogdon, all that money to just be like a second round team. Yeah, so it, I mean, it also doesn't make sense too for them. Yeah, of course. So the, they're looking to retool. Miles Turner on paper kind of does seem like the perfect type of Warriors. It just seems like an easy fit. So let me let me start there for you. Okay. What are your thoughts on Miles Turner here? Like, yeah, I saw as a player. Yeah, I. 
he's someone I I've gone back and forth on Miles Turner. Miles Turner also don't watch eighty Pacers game a season. The most sixty five. Yeah, just, I think I watched like ten to twenty Pacers in the regular season, and then playoffs. I think we watched pretty much every game um, because we have no lives. But with Miles Turner, uh, came out of high school, highly touted um, in college. Okay, he just. He's someone to me is similar to Andrew Wiggins only in that if you ever need him to score 20 as the first option or even be the best defensive player on a team, I do not want Miles Turner. And I think that's the problem with the Anna Pacers is that they want him or they need him to do too much to get to like, let's say the Eastern Conference Finals. And he's just not right. that. But yeah, I think, I think I, it, it's a good fit. If he's with the Warriors, similar to how Andrew Wiggins, we've said, is a good fit because he's the fourth best player on the team. I guess in that end, it just depends what you're giving up. I saw the Wasserman thing, Sam, that it was they'd have to rid of the next two first round draft picks, which to me so, is a little. So let me just read it for the listeners who didn't see it. And you should check out uh, Jonathan Wasserman's most recent mock for Bleacher Report. The Warriors give up the number two. And um, next year's Minnesota pick and Wiggins, but they get Miles Turner and the number six. So for my money, moving from two to six is not a big deal. Right. Okay. Um, so what we're really talking about is you move back a couple spots, you get rid of the Minnesota pick, which you might really regret based on how everyone values the 2021 draft right now. And then you're swapping Wiggins. 30 million year contract and obviously being a very capable small forward for uh, miles Turner, who makes 17 and a half. So, you know, about 60% as much money as him, but he would plug up your center. So you're basically, you're trading a hole at center for a hole at small forward. And you're giving up probably the best pick you have in your, your arsenal here. Yeah. I, I think that that's probably an issue where you still need a wing. I mean, let's say people like Vassell or Patrick or whomever. Denny they're not Adia. ready to start. They're not ready exactly. to play like be the 40 minute per game playoff wing. Yep. So I, I don't know if I see also the other thing is you also lose the ability to get contracts to trade them for a star player and you lose the right. best trade trip trade chip. So I think, I don't know if I do it, Sam. I'd like to hear your thoughts. I don't know if I do it. Miles Turner as a player is fine. Um, I don't care too much for him. Uh, it's just a lot to give up, and it's a lot to give up for someone where if it's Simmons or Embiid, I'd do it, but if it's Miles Turner, really, like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, giving up the Minnesota pick for me is the hard part because that Minnesota pick is most likely the key to any any shot at Giannis, Embiid, right. um, players of that caliber. Paul George. And, yeah, exactly. You don't want to give that away uh, for Miles Turner, who – I view more as like, if you look at, if you want to play the look at how the Warriors built the last team, you could make a case. Miles Turner is like a Bogut type acquisition where you're like, this guy will objectively make you better, but he's not a franchise changer on his own. He just, he plugs a role in that capacity. Whereas the capacity to get someone like Giannis or Embiid, that's like in the KD territory where it's like, you get this guy, you're on a different level. You're the favorite every year. And, you know, you, you're basically just trying to stay healthy because you like your shot if you're healthy. 
If you squint hard enough, though, Sam, can you see Miles Turner being the Bam Adebayo? So better than Bogut because he can shoot and he can take a dribble. He can score defensively. He can move and he's like he's pretty good at like. Can you see him being? So this is an interesting percent. Yeah, yeah. This is the interesting thing for me. I think this is too much to give up for him because he has not been good since Sabonis came up. Like my big thing with Miles Turner is I view him kind of as an undervalued asset right now. Um, he was a good center. Then Sabonis, uh, Sabonis is really good too. Um, and they play the same position. And Turner's just not been as good playing next to Sabonis. Like it's always noticeable right. for me when one of them is off the court and they get to both play their prime role versus the two of them trying to play together. Um, so I kind of view Turner as a guy who like, if you put him in the warriors who will not play him at power forward um, because they don't have like, you know, right. Their second best players in the center or something like that. Right. And uh, then you put him with a, a superior backcourt, like Oladipo and Brogdon are nice players. They're not Stephen clay and a superior system. Um, I feel like you can get more out of him defensively. He's always been a good defensive center when he's healthy. He's kind of struggled with his health time to time. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm intrigued with him. And for me, it's like, it's hard to pull the trigger on this particular trade, but I'm very interested. Like if you could trade the number two and move back in the draft for miles Turner, I'm very into that. Uh, yeah. I think that that's the Minnesota pick has to be kind of a a line that you have to push out there. Also, I guess the Warriors save money with this move, right? Like, without being said, like they're saving money, and I don't. We don't know if the Warriors are willing to spend money. Um, trading back will work. Getting rid of Wiggins' contract will work. Um, so I think that has to be part of what the uh, the Warriors are thinking about when they're throwing out this trade because it's not like this is a trade that's. Popped out of nowhere. I think we've heard about this thing for months. So it is funny now that it's coming out uh, publicly, publicly, like with guys with big platforms, bigger pa- platforms like MT and Wasserman. So uh, maybe Myers is throwing it out there. Bob Myers is throwing it out there to gauge, uh, to gauge, <laughs> to to smoke screen a little bit, or, or let the, other, the rest of the league know that um, they gotta they gotta shed some salary. So, all right, are we ready to get to the to the? Okay, all right. Let me do a uh, let me do the a mid read first, and then we'll get to the. Uh, to the, the people coming on next. So we've got DoorDash. So you've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open a DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Wendy's, uh, Chipotle, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot. Your food is on the way. So right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on the first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BLUEWIRE. So don't forget, that's code BLUEWIRE for for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. All right, man. I think we have uh, our first guest here. So, listener episode, the best for uh, first. Are we going with uh, with ats or are we giving giving full names? I think I think uh, the request here is to go with the famous at option zero. 
It's actually underscore zero, but hey. Underscore zero. Wow. Already coming in all contentious. Got his takes ready. Getting ready, ready to, to roll. Um, hey, man. I think I got like five new premium people to sign up, so you're welcome. Hey. <laughs> I'll, I'll also ask to get the app right. That's all I'm asking for. Someone, <laughs> someone get this guy a goddamn shirt, you know? Someone, yeah, yeah. We do, we do owe him a shirt. I'm she, actually going to send you a shirt. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> but um, but let, let's start here. So um, we're going to talk words, but we got to start with what are your thoughts on game four right there? Are you still holding hope that the Heat can come back? How upset are you that the Lakers are going to win? Any hot takes? I'm resigned to Lakers winning because once we saw where the Clippers were heading, I was, and also I'm like, just they, they were the best, uh, a, a mentally focused Laker clip or Clipper would have won. That team does not exist, and I right. think we, we we saw what happened. It's it's fine, whatever. We have been I, dealing with LeBron media campaign for the last ten <laughs> years, so it is what it is. And I don't whatever. I mean, stuff we're, we're in the middle of a pandemic here. They they can't bring us down. So yeah, four more years of Trump. Uh, I could deal with uh, four titles with LeBron. It's fine. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll move to Australia. Can we do light years from New Zealand? We can. Well, like, anyway. yeah, it, it'll start moving. getting dropped at like two at like what random hours we do that. I would suggest Toronto, but I don't think Andy's going to make it, dude. <laughs> I could barely make just it through be, the week. He would just be partying all the time. Toronto's a great place. It's a great. Place. No, um, the Heat. The Heat could have won. They missed so many threes. Kendrick Nunn sucks. Kendrick Nunn just is not Dragic. He does. Yeah. I feel bad for him though, right? He's he's a rookie. He's a young guy. They're putting him in a situation where it's like he has to go up against the Lakers and Anthony Davis. Like I I feel bad for the guy. So yeah, but he sucked. Uh, But watching a finals again without the Warriors, I I think it is pretty interesting. And that's I think you guys have a lot. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Like everyone does. Like just watching how the game is played, how to defend, how to how the schemes work. When I when I don't have like living and dying by every possession, like when Steph's out there, like oh my god, did he hurt his ankle? Oh my god, and like. Without do, you, that. do you feel that the Warriors are going to be, let's say, the whatever pickups, whatever they move they make are just average? Do you feel like you throw them in this series that they'd be fine? We, I mean, the Heat are running Kerr's offense, and it works without Steph Curry. And if you run that offense... Shout out with, Tyler Hero. I mean, if you have <laughs> Steph Curry, you run the exact same offense. I mean, it could work. Health, you know, health. I was, I do want to say, I was cracking up at Jimmy Butler playing the Draymond role with Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson just frantically sprinting around trying to get open at the end of the game. I'm like, I've seen this before. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I didn't supposed to say I I cribbed all this stuff from Kerr. I think he said specifically, I took Kerr's offense and I tweaked it and that's what we're running. So, and there's been like a million articles about how the Heat offense being like all like socialist. is so different that you get an advantage because most people don't guard that. I mean, everyone guards high pick and roll, high yeah. pick and roll, uh, Spain pick and roll, and then um, ISO. Everyone, everyone sees that all the time. You've been, you, you've made this point a million times. Like in the regular season, Harden ball will get you fifty wins if you have one good ball handler. In the playoffs, though, it, it has a limited shelf life when you run into a sufficiently equipped and smart team, but. Yeah, I got, so, I got a couple points just on that. Whenever you guys want, wherever you want to go. Wherever you want to go. Yeah, so I actually, I, this brings up what I wanted to ask um, you and, and quite frankly, all listeners bring it on. So I do think the LA teams are kind of who the Warriors need to be building for next year. So um, 
I'm assuming the Clippers getting humbled will make them serious next year. Maybe, maybe not, but the Lakers will still be legitimate next year. So as you're approaching free agency in the draft this year, what do the Warriors need to do to make you feel comfortable if you if the Warriors face the Lakers in a seven-game series next year that you like the, the Warriors' chance? Um, none of the players matter. None of the moves matter. Is Lakeup going to cut a check? <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? Like, I could give you 10 billion trades, but if the Lake, if Lakeup says, hey, Bob, it's got to be 130 million tops, like, that means it's Wiggins for Steven Adams and then um, sell the Steven picks. Adams. Well, I like that because that's very – that sounds like right up it's the alley. It's a move to get like a big man <laughs> that's not as good as he seems, right? I mean – but okay. but what Someone, someone Steve Kerr is going to just talk about his screen setting in every post. He does set good screens. He does set – They're excellent elite screens. Elite level screens. <laughs> what specifically um, – let's just start with the idea of like Miami is having – a pretty okay defensive series with Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kelly and Linick, and for a game or two, Myers Leonard playing regular and significant minutes. So I know we talk all the time about let's get five more two-way six-seven dudes that all can shoot and defend. Good luck. Uh, not happening. So maybe we should all be a little bit more open about the idea of I'm just going to call it a I, I mean. I've got notes. Uh, 1.5 way guys, right? Steph is not a good defender, but he does what he needs to do. So I think I have personally poo-pooed in that, the idea of like Evan Fournier. Just throwing a name out there. Yeah, yeah. He can't defend in an, on an island, right? But is he? And, but we know he's good on offense. He can shoot. He can do all the off-ball crap. He can run a pick and roll. He can cut. He can set a screen. He, he can shoot. He can spot up. He can shoot off the dribble. He can score mid He's a three-way. He's a three-level scorer. But he's like six seven with a six seven wingspan, and I immediately was like, "Nah, fuck that shit. That's not gonna work." But when you see, what do you think? When when you see Miami defending at times very well to good to okay to, or or above for most much, the entire playoffs, they've been pretty damn good, right? On defense with three white dudes that don't have super downs. So like, I I threw out Fournier, but also like, does this change your opinion of Dame, of EJ? Because the concern is athleticism. That's like, obviously, we have no idea if he's going to hold up because we're watching him in a, in a subpar league. But until KCP blew, blew past Duncan Robinson for like the turning a five-point game into a seven-point game, right. until that moment, I never thought the Lakers are going to blow these guys up to just run by these guys, right? We didn't see the Lakers just getting unimpeded to the rim, which is what you think would happen when you have three slow white guys, right? You would think there's no way you can defend with I mean, Tyler here is okay. He's not slow or anything like that. To, to be fair, they, there is Bam Adebayo who is elite, and we don't know if uh, Sam's boy, Draymond Green, can be that well, guy. Yeah, you know. Given that, okay, if Dre sucks, we're not winning a title. It doesn't matter. So I think he can still be that, but yeah. Let's just put that on the table for now. But do you think we should open up our minds a little bit to a 1.5-way guy? Now, if you're Harden, if you're Harden or Westbrook or most of the time LeBron, where you don't give a shit, and you're not going to try. It doesn't matter. You're, you're, it doesn't matter how athletic you are. You are you're going to be a turnstile. But if these guys, let's assume Danny gives a shit. Let's assume Fournier or the equivalent gives a shit, like Steph, where I will not be able to survive on an island. But if I go to the right spot at the right time, and everyone else plays their job correctly, we can make it work. 
because we have How? green, we have clay, we have core four. Uh, <laughs> Well, how about right. this? How about this? I think well, the say this leads into the same question because how about Miles Turner? I know you've had some opinions on Miles Turner, and this is one we're looking at for everyone. I think the draft, the trade is not just a move straight back from Miles Turner, right? It's move back from two to six, and then Wiggins, and then you're getting rid of the Minnesota pick as well for Miles Turner. So is that so? I guess that's two things. Thoughts on Miles Turner, and then number two, would you do it? Turner's awesome. He can shoot threes. He's not Dirk, but he shoots enough you guard him, which is all you need. Plus, like, I'm sorry, Nate McMillan, great development, great rah-rah guy, great dude, but he's not exactly like D'Antoni, Curve, Popovich, motion offense, right, do a bunch right, right. of I think Turner's way more stuff to his game. He's athletic. He can shoot. He's skilled. He's thin, but he's not like a pushover like Hashim that beat James Wiseman. But, you know... He can do stuff, and if you put him in, like, a high post running a D show with all of our dudes, and he also can step back and shoot, like, that's that lets you play Dre, right? Isn't that the biggest thing? Who can fit next to Dre and do stuff and hold up? Because Dre and Turner is two, I'll say, elite shot blockers that also can move, cover ground. And I think we've learned that drop is dead unless you're playing regular season games with, like, Nurkic as your main guy or, or Jokic. Or yeah, whoever. no, no. I mean, you're right. The versatility to be able to play multiple defensive coverages right. matters in a seven game series. Like we just saw the Lakers essentially decided in the second half, to like, all right, we've had enough. Anthony Davis, go guard Jimmy Butler because we need to win. And, you know, that's not something you can do if you have a, uh, a slow footed big man. Like you, you could have Draymond Green do that, for example. Yeah. You can't have uh um like Marquise Chris do that for you know, but look at look at the general zone that, no no one wants Marquise Chris starting in playoff games anyway. So look at the zone that Miami runs. You couldn't do it if your center was slow. Right. Cover like from I don't know a couple feet outside of one side of the paint to the other and back and forth and back and forth. And step up to the perimeter if you need to. And like play this, you know, two point nine stuff, and drop when you need to, and run the right. floor. Like Turner would be awesome. But here's the thing: like I hear, I mean, I we all see all these trades, all these trades back and forth, all these ideas. But it boils down to this: is Wiggins in the trade? Yeah, it sounds like he is. Okay, it's not going to work. Yeah, right. I mean, we just had okay Michelle Roberts with Athletic. It's like based on straight up. We're not that fans, right? If we don't have fans, Herb Cole and his fucking, pardon me, shopping mall empire is not taking $90 million of Andrew Wiggins. Sorry, you can give him 10 million picks, but he can't cut the checks. And by the way, those first-round yeah, picks were... Ne- neither can Laco, maybe. So, one, yeah. The one that I had that's the simplest way to do it, right? The more teams, the more, the more less likely it's going to work, right, in general. So two teams, no TPE, no Wiggins is two-pick, yeah. take them, draft them, Sign whoever they want to, whoever they tell you to, to, to take, take him, sign him. He becomes then a $9 million contract at Looney at like whatever pool. I think we, I think we need pool to make the math work. If you get to 15 million, you can get Turner. It saves them money. There's no third team. There's no TPE. There's no, it's the cleanest way. The only holdup is the 30 day wait uh, draft right. trade restriction that you, if you sign him, you can't train him for a month. If you don't sign him, you can train him whenever you want. And he, but it doesn't count as anything. So if if Indy's cool waiting 30 days, that is the cleanest way. Isn't that the cleanest way? No one, it's it's two teams. Well, I guess it'd be clean for yeah, it'd be clean in terms of the the 
cap machinations. The machine. the t- yeah, yeah, the timing might be a little. Uh, it doesn't increase our payroll that much either. So yeah. Lakers, Indiana's happy, league's happy, CBA's happy. If you if they're cool waiting a month, that is, I mean, simplicity is better in trades, right? I, I, we can all make trade machine four way trade that sends Wiggins to like five different teams. We can all do that, but at the end of the day, moving ninety million dollars is not happening in. If Lakers won't, if Lakers talk about Pam, that is that is a good point. Yeah, if if the league finances are as dire as everyone's reporting, and I have no reason to think they won't be given uh, COVID, um, it's you're going to have to start attaching a lot of compensation to move Wiggins. And if your goal is to win next year, you're starting to talk about diminishing returns. Like, okay, you got off Wiggins' contract, but you didn't actually upgrade the talent. So, yeah, totally. it, it, it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like you cut off your you cut off your nose to spite your face or something like whatever that's why i said it doesn't matter what the moves are like lake up is going to set the rules right it's going to be lake up is going to set the ceiling for this team if he tells bob i'm i'm okay going 20 million dollars over the tax then we can we have like 10 million moves to make we're going to win the title these these pretenders cannot stop us if lake up says my payroll limit is 120 or whatever the number is and trade wiggins sell sell stuff we're not going to win the title we don't, we don't have the tools so whether right. is up to Joe Lakers. It, it, well, right. And that we're going to end there. True. Joey Lightyear. That is true. That is Joey true. Lightyears, open the checkbook if you want to win another ring. So what do I want in the offseason? I want 2015 Joe Lakeup that did not have a title yet. He's willing to say, fuck you guys, light years, do whatever, cut the checks. I want that Lakeup back. I could see I don't that. Want this, I, I don't want pandemic Lakeup, right? I don't want Fertitta Lakeup. I don't want Herb Cole Lakeup. I want Lakeup Lakeup. But, all right, Ben, let's put you that want, you up. Want imi- you want immigrant hunger coming to the new country trying to establish himself, Lakeup. Not the I've been here, yeah. I'm established. Lake-up. I want Jimmy Butler at 3 a.m., Lakeup. The- <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's, let's put that on the pod description. Option zero. Hey, sir, thank you. As always, that was amazing, man. We'll talk Pleasure. to you later. Thank you. Just the best. Just, just the best. That's it's just the, the hard. <laughs> It's it's a hard act to follow up. It's a hard act to follow up. But my guy is here with a snapback. He's growing his hair out. He's even wearing a U neck. I think he's uh-huh. trying to show off the chest hair. Not, not really, man. That just yeah, it just fl- kind of happened that way. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a it's it's a flex. I can't grow chest hair. You know, Sam's loving it. Oh, he thinks it's great. What did Oz just do? Did he just bring all the heat? I, we just ran through the whole cap. Um, so yes, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you listen to it, but yeah, he's, it, it ended with, um, he, he issued a challenge to Joe Lacob and, uh, if the Lacobs listen to the pod, they, they have been served. I can see, I can see Kirk listening into the pod, by the way, Tommy Gunn, who we have on, um, uh, to Hold talk. On. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, what's up, Tommy, where, where do we start, Sam? Where do we start? We start with tonight, right? Yeah, let's start. We, we're gonna we're gonna give everyone a chance to speak. So we are now one game away from the Lakers winning a title, which is pretty much hell on earth. Also known as you know my well, essence. So the, the combination of the Lakers winning a title and that like coalescing with LeBron winning a title in the, <laughs> at the same time is it's honestly too much to handle. I don't know how I'm gonna process it yet. I've I've been saying the Lakers have been the favorites just because I've been mentally preparing myself for this. The hedge. Um, the, the, the big hedge. The big hedge. <laughs> but I, I really did think they were the best team, but I was also hedging. Just in case it went wrong. 
I want to I want to ask you this. So because like Andy and I went back and forth all year, he was probably more pro Laker. Like I just kept thinking the Clippers would, you know, stop fucking around for lack of a better way to put it. And instead, you know, they they all went and got some lemon pepper wings and, and did basically. I mean, I I can't be mad at them. Like they got exactly what they deserve for being oh. serious all year. Hundred percent. But did you see that coming with the Clippers, or were you kind of surprised that it played out? Because I still thought, like, all right, they're going to fuck around. And then when it gets to Lakers series, I still like their chances. So I was telling people coming into the bubble, they're not winning the championship. I, as the year went on, I felt, like, less and less confident in them because they kept having those random games where they're, like, playing the, the Knicks at home. They're in L.A. playing the Knicks and they lose by, like, 25 in February. It's like, are these guys ever going to figure it out? And it just – it seemed like they weren't going to. And I I think I think part of it is I, the way we view versatility now in basketball is bizarre. Um, we view versatility as, oh, just get a bunch of wings that can do exactly the same thing. Like, that's not – it is versatility in a sense because – those individual players are versatile in what they can do. They can guard multiple positions. Sure. They can shoot threes. They can take the ball off the dribble. But that doesn't mean if you just put a bunch of those guys on one team, you're not necessarily a versatile team. Where I view the Lakers as, okay, they can play big. They can play small. They have lineups where they can put multiple guards on the floor. They can put multiple wings on the floor. They can put multiple big men on the floor. So no matter what style you're playing, the Lakers can probably match it. Um, and a lot of that has to do with having AD and LeBron. To where you can put AD at the four, you can put him at the five, you can put LeBron three or four, um, and you don't really lose anything because they're so big and physical. Um, but point being, I just thought they could probably play the most styles in the league. And also, they've been, despite what defensive rating says, I thought they were the best defensive team in the league the entire year. Um, just based on what they could do in fourth quarters. And like AD did tonight, he shut off the rim. Um, that Basically, that entire second half, that he couldn't get anything going at the rim, especially when he was in. Um, so all in all, I didn't, I, I had less and less faith in the Clippers as the season went on. I had more faith in the Lakers. I really I've taught, I've tossed this one over to, to option zero right before us too. given an average warriors off season, whatever you think an average off season is that they pull off here in the next few months. What do you think about them? How do they stack up against presumably the champions that, that is LA? <sighs> Got to get a lot bigger. Um, and if the move is Miles Turner, and that means moving off Wiggins, I think I'm okay with that at this point. Um, just because I think at this point, just watching the finals, I'm valuing toughness and defense more than I ever have. Right. And part of that is me almost being 30 years old. And I'm getting like a little bit old man yelling at the clouds. But also, like, I think Welcome I always... Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I, I think I think the Warriors are always going to have enough offense. I really do. As long as you have Stephen Clay, I think you'll have enough, and then you make the right moves on the margins. As long as they can get another ball handler, um, and as long as they can put the right pieces around them, I think the offense will always be enough. It's Are they going to be able to get enough stops, and can they rebound the basketball? Because, I mean, we're just watching, this, especially the first two games of this series, the Lakers just absolutely manhandled the heat. Even the, the second half of game four, like yep. oh, yeah. Miami, Miami gets a gets a few more rebounds. It's a they might have a better chance to win it, but it just felt like the Lakers pretty much 
came up with a second chance every time they needed to. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even some of that was Rondo getting like weird tip outs. Right. But that, I mean, part of that comes from Miami sending and committing four... two two bodies to AD and LeBron every time. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I, I just think, and this ties into, I think my bigger point with what they need to do in the off season and with the draft pick, they need to pursue defense and toughness at all costs. I mean, even though Miami's undersized, their toughness has allowed them to compete in these last right. two games. Um, and, and that's why I view, I would make Chris Dunn a priority if he becomes available guy like that. If Crowder somehow becomes available, even though I think he'll get more than the, the mid-level exception, I'd make him a priority. Um, what about Aaron Baines on the mid-level? How's that work for you? I'd be totally fine with that. And I've been fine with that for the most part, especially because he does bring an element of shooting. There's definitely an element of toughness there. He's a great screen setter, which I think has almost become undervalued with what Steph and Clay are. If you have a guy that can set monster screens for them, they're going to get open looks. Uh, they're so good at working without the ball, they're going to get open looks. So I'd be totally fine with Baines. Um, but it, it, we've talked about the same name so many times. <laughs> it, it, it all comes There's down to like, like 10 guys. So. Yeah, it, it all comes down to like, where the first kind of like where that TPE or where the MLE goes first. And then you have to work off of that. Right. Like if you get Chris, Chris Dunn with the MLE, then I'd probably be okay with like looking at Myers Leonard on, on a minimum contract. Um, right. I mean, we, did, the, we did have a miles Turner question. I think you hit on it a little bit earlier. You yeah. would, you would, you'd be okay with losing the Minnesota pick and Wiggins to get that. And Ooh. you, you still get, you move back to get the sixth pick so you can get your Vassell. Yeah. But you, but you'd lose Wiggins and and a future pick. You'd do that because you get a, you get you get bigger. I think so, and I think because I think Wiggins can be a very good defensive player, and I think he showed flashes right. of that. But I also think Turner with Draymond and with Clay, basically, as long as you get minimum help on the wing defensively, you're going to be like a top seven defense. Just because Turner is when Turner's locked in, he's one of the better rim protectors in the league. Like he made right. he made life really really tough. Bam in that first round series. Um, he that Indiana situation is not great. Uh, I think there's issues with a young team and a bunch of guys who have egos and want to do their own thing. But if you get Turner in the right environment, I think he'll be awesome defensively. And he brings an element of shooting that is needed next to Draymond at this point in the front court. So oh, we have oh, we have a fun one for you. We have okay. a fun one for Uh-oh. you. Your thoughts on uh, your thoughts on Draymond and uh, and his new his new persona he's doing out there where he uh, lives to praise LeBron James. Does that matter? Like, how about this? More importantly, does that matter to what the Warriors are trying <laughs> to do? Does he now? have complete? Does he have competing employers now? <laughs> number like, one, yes, yeah. yes, he does. <laughs> but number two, I mean, I'm honest. I'm waiting for what his tweet's going to look like on Friday night when LeBron wins. The championship is is he tweeting out four trophies and saying at King James you did that like I feel like that's coming for sure I feel like that's a hundred percent coming on Friday night um, but I mean I don't know I I have been one of the more staunch Draymond defenders I think uh, but the last couple of weeks have just been weird more so than anything else it's just like he's almost he's almost trying to piss people off at this point I think because I think that's kind of the type of guy he is. He's going to go the other direction when people tell him to not do something. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if it truly matters. The thing is, we haven't watched the, them play an important game in so long. It's so tough to tell, like, what any of this means right now. So, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't have no, a great answer for you. 
that's that's probably the why because my thing is like all this is pretty funny to to make fun of him and, and kind of make yeah. jokes but I, I just don't know if it matters uh, he is posting videos of him making threes and and shooting uh in and out dribble pull-ups so that's always funny because exactly the, the shot i want him taking with <laughs> Stephen clay on the wings yeah, what the um, hell is he gonna shoot that shit <laughs> what is that yeah, talk, I do appreciate I do three. appreciate how there was like kind of like is he even working out and then immediately we get an Instagram workout video from him. Yep. The the arc does look better on the three, but it has looked better in all of the workout videos. And then <laughs> he gets in season and it's barely getting above the rim when he shoots it in a game. So I won't trust it until I see it in a game. That's and I I don't think it matters that much. I really don't. Um, as long as I can put enough shooting around him. I don't need him to shoot threes. I need him to to do Draymond stuff. And that's yeah. never been shoot threes. Get, get like toasted by Pas- get toasted by Pascal Siakam. Uh, All right, Tommy. Or Eric Pascal in practice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy. Let's uh let's get you out here. Appreciate you coming right. on. Appreciate it as always, man. Always. Thanks, guys. Oh, with ah. the Warriors World shirt. I you know, I thought those were their diamond studded uh you, you gotta get your audio on, Mike, but uh you got I thought those were diamond studded earrings, and then he has the chain. The grills are the grills in as well? No, they're not. How in. we doing, boys? How we doing? <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, not much. Just uh, watched uh, a great finals game that I uh, had an unfortunate result, but you know it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> this is uh, loyal listener Mike Mikas on right now, repping the Mike, repping the Warriors World T-shirt, sir. Yeah, yes, I gotta, sir. I gotta screenshot this for the <laughs> your your uh, your thoughts on tonight uh, on 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 the finals okay. so far and. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, Mike, you're you're still in Florida, right? I am still in Florida. Yeah, I'm gonna be here for I think uh, I'm like in purgatory. I'm here indefinitely, basically. <laughs> Which are you in South? Are you in South Florida? Or are you in Miami? Tampa. Territory? I'm in Tampa. Oh, okay, so it's, are, yeah. are they going crazy about the heat, or, or is that too far north? No, I mean, I got most of my friends in this area are Heat fans. We're celebrating the Lightning right now after the Lightning just like spread COVID to all of the the Greater Tampa Bay area. It was a lot of fun, <laughs> but. Uh, but no, I mean, they, I got a lot of friends on the TL who are a little sad today, but a lot of friends who are also just Braun fans because when Braun was in Miami, they followed him from Miami, to Cleveland, to Lakers because nobody has any team loyalty these days. They just follow LeBron wherever he goes. You know, it's, we know how it goes. That's why ratings Terrible. are down. Yeah, truly. Like, <laughs> these are why ratings are down, obviously. Uh, no, I, it's been a good finals. Uh, it's been unfortunate, the injuries, but we're not going to make any excuses for Miami, obviously. Game three, Jimmy was incredible. Game two, I think AD, that was the game AD really uh, really took over that game. And then tonight was a good game. Jimmy, if Jimmy was a little bit more aggressive, I think they, they could have won that game. It was a winnable game, and I think they let it get away from them. But, uh, you know, series is probably done, but it is what it is, you know. Nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I thought Andy was going to come in with a question. It's on me. Um, so, all right. So, we're watching. We're watching the finals. Um, I, I guess we're going to assume LA is going to win the full series here. Probably. Um, I don't think they're going away next year. So, with them as the champions in mind, what do you want the Warriors to do uh, to make wow. them compete? Do you feel like the Warriors, if they just have an average off season, nothing spectacular, nothing special, can compete with them? Do you want them to focus on something specific? How would you address the Warriors offseason with the Lakers as kind of the team that you have to take off the mantle? It's not sexy, but I think this team is good enough. 
I really, I mean, I think a Steph Curry led team, provided Clay Thompson is as as good as he was, you know, pre injury, which, you know, I guess we can't bank on that, but I think he will be. believe that. Provided yeah. It, yeah, I mean, we can't bank on it until we see it, but as of now, I'm going to operate that he will be. I, I, you know, I don't know right. why we wouldn't. Uh, if if Kavan is healthy, if Andrew Wiggins can just be solid, and if Draymond can get on the Peloton and fucking not be fat as shit, then then I really don't see why this can't be a 55-57 win team and contend. And I, I just – the reason why Miami's not able to beat the Lakers right now is because they've got, like, two quality shooters. They're giving Duncan Robinson the Steph Curry treatment right now. But the thing is, Duncan Robinson isn't actually – tonight he had a good game. But for the, for the last three games in the series, he hasn't been able to hit any shots. If you trade out Clay, or if you trade out Duncan Robinson and, and Tyler Hero with Clay and Steph, like it, it's it's a wrap. They, they, the Lakers are a good team that are getting uh, great great minutes from a couple role players. Like Rondo is playing like it's two thousand nine. I'm I'm rolling my eyes every possession. It's sickening. Draymond should be able to give us Rondo. Like Draymond can give us Rondo. There's no reason. Draymond the bar is is absurdly low, but I love I love that. But, but Ron, Rondo's played great this finals. Yeah. Like he has had a good series. We can't act like he hasn't. Uh, he's had a better series than Draymond had all of 2019-2020 regular season. Like Draymond, we saw nothing from Draymond this last season that should make us excited about his prospects. I'm I'm banking on truly the the Portland series and the uh, Houston series from from 2018-2019, but. If if the team can play to what we have seen them play for the last few years, there is no reason this team can't compete. Personally, I trade the pick back. I try and get uh, uh, Vassell. I try and see if the Knicks – if hopefully the Knicks don't trade for Chris Paul and they will take LaMelo Ball and we can trade the two for the eight. And hopefully uh, Vassell is there at the eight pick and we get him and get some extra picks. But if not, you know – I'm okay with Edwards if he falls. I'm okay with Wiseman. I think neither are going to truly do too much next year. I would prefer Edwards. I think we all would. But uh, I don't. I think the best player from this draft is going to be picked somewhere between like 6 to 12. I don't think he's going to be a top five pick. So I would trade back. That's what I would do. Does Tampa claim Florida State? I mean, Tallahassee is kind of far away, right? Uh, Tallahassee is about three and a half, four hours from us. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, so you, you don't claim it then. That's like Fresno from the Bay. <laughs> yeah, I I assume I. Sam, I don't know. Sam is I, really sure. curious about this one. Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the local thoughts on Patrick Williams and Dem Vassell right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know there's a lot of FSU fans. I had a ton of friends go to FSU. I've got friends who tweeted about uh, Vassell, you know, quite a bit, but I don't think any of them actually know anything about basketball. So I'm not going to give you their takes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's what I would do. I don't know. All right, all right. Uh, Miles, we got a couple quick hitters. Miles Turner, okay. we need your thoughts on him because that's the quick one that's been popping up all over the fucking place. This is, this is Miles Turner week on the pod. It you is. Know, it really is. I was, so I would love him, but we're losing Wiggins to get Miles Turner right. and probably the number two pick. I would assume uh, you're you're getting the sixth back, but you're also losing the Minnesota pick. I do want to get your thoughts on the player, but yeah, so this so was kind of twofolded. Miles Turner would be perfect in this in, in this system. I think Miles Turner would be an excellent fit. I uh, I would love him. I, I think I, I don't think you're going to get any pushback from anybody who comes on the pod and say that they wouldn't want Miles Turner. I don't know that he. I don't think his ceiling is as high as Andrew Wiggins' ceiling potential, but I think he gives a a more steady floor. Mm. Yeah, I think he gives. I, I do. I think I think he could slot in because we already know that Clay, Dre, and Steph are a solid trio. Like they're one of the best trios ever, actually. 
You throw Miles Turner in there, I think he's a totally solid and reliable uh, addition to that. But I think Wiggins is going to be good. The, the, Wiggins' contract is the issue. I, I want to give him a chance. I, I think he could fit in here, and I think he could play really well with us. But it's that contract, and I think maybe uh, – I think if we trade Wiggins, we're accepting we're not getting the big – we're not getting a big fish, you know, later okay. on. Right, right. That's the, that's the big concern here. I, I think maybe you keep Wiggins. You hope he plays out of his – you know, a way above his expectations. And then maybe you can see if you can flip them. But if you can't, I, Miles Turner would be great. But I just don't, I don't know if losing that Minnesota pick is worth it. I really don't. That Minnesota pick is really valuable, and I think we're we'll we will get a great, hopefully franchise. Uh, I don't want to say franchise defining player, but a a real cornerstone piece with that number two pick. And if we uh, or with the Minnesota pick, and if we lose that pick, Miles Turner better be fucking contributing. I don't know. That's tough. Miles Turner. All right, last one. Uh, Draymond Green. How much do you, as a hardcore Warriors fan, really care about Draymond and Clutch? Like this whole, this whole, uh, you know, whatever he's doing out here. I one. I want to say that he has been one of the best analysts. He's made all of the other analysts look terrible, and so I have to give Draymond his props for that because most of the analysts suck. Draymond's been great. Uh, his clutch stuff it annoys me. It makes me roll my eyes, but it's not like I see people on Twitter losing their minds. Like we need to ship Draymond out because he's a clutch. <laughs> I, no, 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 I mean that's Ricky. Ricky, uh, he's got to calm down. I think we need to. We need. I roll my eyes always. No, always sure, but especially with the Draymond takes. Uh, funny guy, funny Twitter, sure, but uh, no, we're not trading Draymond out because of clutch. That's that's insane. Like if Draymond's going to contribute. Draymond's going to contribute. I guess we'll see the first half of this coming season. If, you know, if last season was not an aberration, but it was just truly who he is now, ship him out. But if that if that's truly who he is, we're not going to be able to trade him for anything. So I guess then it's just cooked. You know, then I don't know. I don't think we have a shot with anything if if that's the case. But the clutch stuff, whatever. I don't yeah. It doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a love of the game fan right there. Uh, Draymond truly. Rondo is all Mike Mikas is asking for. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, man. Just a couple. Just make a damn shot once a year, Jesus. Just yeah. Just just once give me thirty-two percent. Thirty-two percent from three. If I can get thirty-two percent from 32. three, I'll take that. I'll no, take that. I like how every year it gets lower. Like at first, it's like we just need him to get to thirty-five percent. Then it's like just get to thirty-three. Now we're like thirty-one and a half is going to get it done. Oh, man. make defenses just respect it slightly. If they just respect it just a little bit. That's enough for me. If if Steph is, you know, getting box and one because Draymond can't hit any threes, yeah. you know, we're probably not going to go too far. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. All right, man. We appreciate you, Mike. We appreciate you always, Appreciate man. you guys always. Hey, if you guys aren't subscribed to the premium pod, jump in that premium pod. And the Discord is popping at all times. Everybody listening, get in that Discord. It's fun <laughs> as hell. Just saying. It's a lot of fun times. So. What a legend. Have a good one, guys. Always Stay fun. Safe. Take care. Can't top the chain. Can't top the chain. <laughs> oh, Garrett, Garrett you're on mute. Oh, oh, we got a. All right. Oh, Sorry, guys. All right. How's it going, man? It's going well. How are you guys? I'm going to. I don't want to butcher your last name, so you're going to have to introduce. Oh, it's uh, Minahan. This is exactly how it's pronounced. Um... Don't want to be yeah. disrespectful. All right, man. Um, Garrett, what's up, man? Appreciate you coming on. By the way, you have one of the best taglines. Daryl <laughs> Maori cracks me up every time. Just the play on Al Zedong and Daryl Maury's last name. Just very perfect for the NBA this season. So just for that alone, 
favorite. I mean, honestly, I, honestly, I mean, I was surprised that I hadn't seen anyone come up with it before me. I thought it was just too easy. Um, but I guess so. Yeah. But anyways, um, all now jokes man. are good with me. <laughs> but man, what a shitty day for Bay Area sports, huh? Like my A's, like just reducing themselves to the Rockets of baseball and then a win for dishonest basketball. All that good stuff. I don't know, man. Do you you think do you th- we can get you a Cody Ross if you need one? Like it could just get you a Freddie Sanchez. We're, we're <laughs> moving off from this We're not we're not we're not going there. Um yeah, let's start in the finals then. Um yeah. so the the Lakers clearly won here. One, do you have any hope for the Heat comeback? Absolutely not. It's over. Um, <laughs> I think they might squeak out one more game uh, because of culture win. Yeah, I mean, like culture win, and also LeBron taking the uh, trademark game off. I don't know, um, but that I don't know. That game was uh, it was interesting to me. I don't know. It was um, a lot. I, I just as big of a Spolstra fan as I am, I was really. I don't know. I was kind of questioning his rotations in the second half, just being that, I mean, Andre seemed to have him in right. federal prison for the first right. half, making him, he did the whole, I, I was, I was had, I had a whole joke string ready about like triple single. I was going to do the whole, uh, I was going to do the whole Charles Barkley thing, but that was all. That, that was an interesting one. That, that was one where they played him over, I guess you got to get shooting in there, but. Yeah, I, yeah, but yeah, that that was that was rough. Or if you didn't point, see the, yeah. I mean, shooting to the point of having Duncan Robinson and all those guys out there just literally being hunted. Uh, I don't know. It was just it was bad, especially Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn getting fi- finals minutes is wild to me. Um, yeah, you can see you can see why he wasn't in the playoff rotation when Dragic was healthy prior. Yeah. Prior, I was like, um, it's kind of been a thing. Warrior fans like we let Kendrick Nunn go, like just had him for free. Yeah, but and I mean, matter. you watch him, you're like, All right. oh. yeah. yeah. I'm, but I mean, at the same time, he's a rookie in the finals, yeah. and having a kid like that on your depleted sure. roster as it is right now would have been a godsend. I mean, I don't know. That that just seems like the ideal kind of guy that we like, we need to pack a point guard. So I mean, like, as bad as he is on defense, he's also what is he? Twenty one. I I don't know. Yeah. Quick, quick hitter for you. Your thoughts on the Warriors coming back, uh, given a, given a decent off season, uh, how they match up here? Given a decent off season, I think they have as good a shot as pretty much everyone. I think the Lakers will also get better this off season. Um, but that being said, um, I mean Steph, Clay, Draymond, assuming Wiggins is there, plus a serviceable center, gives that roster problems on in a whole bunch of different angles that uh, the Heat definitely couldn't just because of, I mean, I don't know. They have a solid roster comp throughout, but they're just lacking in that kind of star power area where the Warriors aren't. So given that they bring in like a few serviceable rotation guys, plus maybe, I maybe Wiggins is there, maybe he's not um, a third sense. or fourth guy that can kind of get you that, 20-ish, 15 to 20 points a game a night. I think they have as good a shot as pretty much anyone. All right, so we've been talking about this one because this has been – this is Miles Turner week on the pod. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we got a few articles kind of linking the Warriors to them enough that you realize it's at least a conversation. 
how do you feel about the Warriors letting go of Wiggins and probably one of the picks, um, either the Minnesota or the number two? Some, some, some one way or another, they're going to be down. Like one of those picks is not going to be a player on the roster right. for Miles Turner. Um, I'm absolutely fine with giving up um, our pick this year. Um, I think that the Minnesota pick should be saved for a uh, disgruntled superstar or at least a player a little bit higher caliber than a Turner or an Oladipo. Like if someone wants out, that's what we save that pick for. Um, Right. Little little Joel Embiid, little Giannis perhaps. Man, as God, just you saying that uh, makes me think (laughs) of how like we went from talking about trading for Giannis Embiid and Ben Simmons. Now we're down to Miles Turner. So I think that kind of, uh, perfect. Get ready. Get ready for next week when we're talking about Myers Leonard. No. Jesus Christ! God, I want to throw up. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think you hold on to that mini pick as at all at all costs. I, like, sans a disgruntled superstar. Um, I don't right. think anyone that would be available in the trade market right now is worth that pick. At, yeah, obviously outside of one of those guys. Okay, uh, but I think you absolutely give up Wiggins plus the pick for. Turner plus a pick swap and, or something like that. Cause I mean, I think he, I think Turner fills more of a need of what the Warriors need, right? Or that he feels a need that, uh, what they have right now. And also, um, it, like Sam's been going on the whole, uh, Wiggins contracts, um, ran on the timeline for the last couple of days. And I 150% agree at, at <laughs> no, your fourth option should never be, should never have the, what is it? Third, second or third highest salary on your team. Third, because Third, this is a very I, expensive team. Like, as, yeah. as, as as far as talent or as far as skill to to money ratio, he's got the largest contract. Yeah, it's on the team. It's, it's abysmal. I mean, <laughs> at all at, on every angle, he's a negative. The asset, top, so. uh, the top ski mask on the roster. Sure. Just get Dr- Draymond at number two. Which speaking Draymond's of Draymond, close number two. Close Especially, number two. God. Your thoughts? Your thoughts on clutch Draymond? You can give us your thoughts on Draymond, oh, as well, but this has been a thing, yeah. So, as you guys know, I've been kind of rampant in the Discord about um, clutch Draymond, and I think I don't know, like as amazing as he's been for us over the past couple of years, I want to see him kind of take that turn of like maybe we show flashes of 2016 Draymond, and you know, um, but I mean, I don't know uh, from what we saw last year and just kind of. I don't know, the um, outside stuff, the media stuff that's been going on. Um, I, I don't know. I, I guess the nicest way I can put it is I really, really am hoping that Draymond can get back to that. Um, I, I mean, 75% of 2016 is a huge win, I think, for him. So, I mean, wow. if he can get there, that's great. Um, but if not, I, if anyone – I don't know who takes him. What's a three-point percentage that you need from him this season? I need at, at the very least like 34, 35. Wow. At the very least. I, because I mean, I mean, I don't know. 34. Need, hey, good. This, actually, this is actually a great question. We, we've been, we've been seeing, um, you know, acceptance of 31%. Yeah. This is, this you, I mean, you have I, good standards. If, this is good. I don't know. <laughs> you like have if, good standards. If he shoots 31 and is doing all the other stuff, right. I'll live with it. But I mean, Oh, uh, don't, don't, if he shows don't up, hedge. If, if he shows up out of shape, Got to take what you can get. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Garrett or Mal. Garrett. Yeah, we appreciate you. Yeah. Um, we'll, nice bun, we'll by get the way. Yeah, we'll oh, get yeah, back no, to you it's... in this. 
quarantine bun. Absolutely. Nice. All right. We'll have you on again. Well, absolutely. absolutely the draft episode. <laughs> Appreciate you guys having me on. All right, man. How much do you think it's going to take Sam to get a bun? You know, Ben. How, oh, it's, how, it's okay. That's not happening. I've tried growing the hair out. It, it's you know me well enough to know I'm an irritable human. Um, do you think I have the patience to go through like the in between phase of hair? And I mean, you know, you know how annoying that stuff is. Do, you, do I, I, I do I strike you as a person who has the patience? It would look good on you. You could do the <laughs> whole beard and beard and bun combo. It's a, it's a good look. All right. We got Looney standing out. No bong this time. This is oh, disappointing. Up, yeah, I ran out. What, a, what an up. <laughs> yeah, wow. Just growing up in front of our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What's up, like, man? What's up? What, How's it going, fellas? What number? What number is on the jersey? Got the oh, you know, it's num- number five. Uh, oh, he's got the Looney jersey on. Oh, got the man. Looney jersey. Of course. Wow. That is true. Did you have brand. to did you have to custom that or is that no, no. for sale? My, my, stock my girlfriend got it for me for my birthday last last year, I think. Nice, nice. Sam, Sam, you don't think they sell a Looney jersey? Come on. I wasn't they, I wasn't do. sure. I wasn't sure if they sold Looney jerseys like stock at um I mean, you know how you go on like warriorsteam.com and like it's just all Steph and Clay and you know Dream on like the, the third one on there. Oh I do I do I have a Looney jersey on NBA two K. My player wears one. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's let's get to this. So the um I don't even want to talk about the finals right now, but let's let's start with this. So the number one uh the number one rumor with the Warriors right now is uh they may be in talks for Miles Turner. That is the current this is Miles Turner yeah. week on the pod. How would you feel about the Warriors trading Wiggins and at least one of their lottery picks, so this year or next year's Minnesota for um, Miles Turner. I'd be totally down for that. You know, he could be the starter. You know, set things up while Looney takes a rest on the bench. But <laughs> Looney, he he can't be that starter anymore. His his body's too bad. I know the the propaganda has been saying he's all healthy and everything, but I don't know if I buy that entirely. But uh, I'd be totally down with Miles Turner. He could shoot, defend, kind of just everything that the Warriors would want in a big man. And like, if you're only giving up Wiggins and one of the picks, like that's, that's totally fine. Like I'd rather give up this year's pick than next year's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. You wouldn't give up Looney though. You wouldn't. Oh, of course not. I keep, <laughs> Option zero keeps throwing out all these trades that include Looney. And I'm just offended every time. <laughs> like, how dare you try to just ship off the loon dog as if he's just salary filler. Okay. How, uh, you know, so the current bubble, the double propaganda is Looney's healthy. Yeah. Scale of one to ten, how much are you buying it? Uh, I mean, I guess like a. I don't really trust them. Like a six or a seven. Like, like at least I'm not hearing that he's not healthy. That's all I'm happy about. They're they're gonna come up next and start saying he could shoot threes. Like I think that's they say that every year, and then he never shoots, or he shoots them and just clanks all of them. <laughs> It's like one in a preseason game, and then just yeah, as soon like, as the oh, real game, as soon as the real game starts, he's back to set screens. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I haven't heard much. Uh, your boy Alan Smilajich propaganda. You must be I really think- stinking it up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that one, but you're right. They're, I think they're, uh, I think they're trying quiet. to take attention away from it. 
because word got out um, about that how trash. <laughs> that maybe maybe the maybe they uh, the owner's son shouldn't have had the input to make that move. See, th- this is why, like I know for a fact, we cannot draft James Wiseman. Like I'm a hundred percent against it because I know they're gonna they're gonna have to trade either Looney or Smiley, and I know Kirk Lacob's gonna be in there, you know, politicking for his boy. And who's who's, who's politicking for who's politicking for Looney? You know, oh, Steve, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Yeah, but I don't know who's more powerful in the front office now, him or Lacob's little, yeah. little boy. <laughs> what is the uh, what is the the three points percentage you need? Uh, from Draymond this season, what, what's the bar for you? What what percentage from Draymond is gonna make it acceptable that he stands for clutch every day? Yeah. Uh, what was he? What he shot in twenty sixteen? Like thirty nine percent. I'll take like you know Trey Young thirty five percent. That's what I would take. Wow, <laughs> Trey Young shoots thirty five, huh? He's, he, must, he, he he shoots more like Draymond than Steph, but you know that's that's not here or there. <laughs> That is good. That is a good bar. Some guys are throwing around 31, 32%. So 35. I would, yeah. I, I fucking. Yeah, I, standards. I appreciate yeah. it. I threw out a, like a Jamal Murray is better than Trey Young take a few weeks, like when the Nuggets were doing all, all good. And like all of Atlanta was hating on me. I don't even know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Trey Young is, uh, at least Jamal Murray's fun to play with, I think is the, uh, is the, is the point there. But all right. Um, we will get you out with one last uh, one last question, Looney Stan. Uh, your thoughts on the Warriors next season, as long as they have a decent offseason, how do they look against, let's say, the Lakers or anybody else that you've I mean, seen in the bubble? They need you got somebody. a shot at this thing? They, they, got, they definitely have a shot, but I don't know if they – they got to get someone to guard like LeBron and AD. That's like they're the one team that I'm like just build for them. Like who cares about every other team? Just because you know that you'll be facing them in the Western Conference Finals. I don't believe in the Clippers at all. Like I was, I was high on them early, but they they choked so hard. Every other team, like they they'll be able to deal with them no matter what. But but I, I know the Warriors are in LeBron's head, so they probably have a pretty good shot. There you go. That's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted to hear. All right, man. We uh we appreciate right. you. Bring the bomb back next time. Next time. Next time. <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right, Lady Stan. Darren, what is up? Darren spelled with a Y. If a buddy with a Darren spelled with an I. How many other ways can you spell Darren? You'd be surprised. You got I, Y, E. E, that's the other one. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was, I've seen some with some E's. What's up, man? What's going on, man? That that sounds like an exasperation about the Lakers win tonight. You want to give you want to give your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, I give the devil his due, man. The La- you got to give them on that D because they pretty much put it on lockdown in that fourth quarter, but my biggest take is they need to do it like they do the college games where, you know, they have like in the championship, they have one ESPN has one team feed, one ESPN has another team feed. They need to have like ESPN, ABC is the main feed, ESPN is the Laker feed, ESPN2 is the Miami feed, and ESPN News is the LeBron feed. <laughs> Go ahead and move Mark Jackson over to the LeBron feed, and then everybody comes out and there. And you, know, you, know, and you don't appreciate a hero as a sam- is more than a sandwich? More than a sandwich and less than a good commentator when you're talking about Mark <laughs> Jackson. But, yeah. But, really, the whole LeBron propaganda needs its own channel. They can go ahead. They can put Mark on there. They can steal Nick Wright, stick him 
on that channel and then just have a whole feed hey, for get us. Get over there, have, too. Yeah, we can just have regular basketball for the grown folks. <laughs> wow, that is good. I had never thought about that. That is that is elite right there. Elite. There you go. Get elite on there, too. There you go. Clutch. It can be, it can, it can be the clutch feed. <laughs> All right, uh, what we got? What, what's the first one? All right, we got, we got to get your thoughts because, as Sam has been saying, we've, we're what are we hour two right now? We are doing Miles Turner, Darren. So here, here's a trade. Here's a trade. Miles Turner, the sixth pick for the second pick. The Warriors get rid of the second. They get rid of Wiggins, and then they get rid of next year's Minnesota pick as well. But you get Miles Turner and the sixth pick back, so you can draft. You know, people wanting to sell. You do that. We need your thoughts on Miles Turner, number one, number two. Would you do that? I'm good with Miles. I like it. And I also like getting the sixth pick because that still puts you in pretty good, great shape for Vassal and kind of out almost close. You might end up even getting Denny, depending on how right. it right. works out. But I guess it would be who would Wiggins be going to? Yep. Yeah. You, so basically, you move back four spots and you get Miles Turner, but then you lose. Wiggins and obviously the the Minnesota pick in the 2021 draft, which is supposedly the greatest draft of all time. <laughs> at we this don't. point, since no one's ever like at this point, it, you know, you know how it goes when it's a year out when no one's really seen the players outside of high school. It's the greatest draft of all time. Yeah, all I know is is Kay Cunningham and like 60 kids named Jalen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You, you, you Jadens in there too. Yeah, some uh, Jadens and Jalens like. <laughs> Apparently, everybody that was born right around the time of the Fab Five and Jalen Rose. Exactly. I don't know what happened. But where does Wiggins go in that? Uh, he'd be that's my to... biggest concern is who's taking Wiggins and considering what we had to give up just to get stuck with him and what we got out of it, which is a pretty decent pick. I imagine it would take probably a comparable contract that the Warriors would have to eat plus a pick just to get off him at this point. Yeah, in this trade scenario, he'd be going to Atlanta. Um, Atlanta has all the cap space in the world, so they'd be looking for, I don't know, some sort of asset here. Right? Like maybe they want the vet, something like that. But let, let's get back to this. So we're getting, we're getting rid of Wiggins. We're getting rid of the Minnesota pick for Miles mm-hmm. Turner. Does that excite you for the Warriors? Do you think they're giving up too much? Does that put them closer to – I mean, let's just let's call it straight. The Lakers are going to win the title. Warriors are going to have to go through the Lakers next year if they want to win a title. Does that get them closer? It's not sexy, but I definitely think it gets them closer because, like you said, you get Miles Turner, who you have somebody, you have a big that can go down there, you have a big that can go get boards. I mean, you see the way Miami's been getting slaughtered on the boards throughout the series. And then right. you add in, you've got a chance to get somebody that could probably contribute with the six pick. And then it just becomes kind of an issue of depth, which isn't going to matter really in the playoffs when you go down to eight players or usually around an eight-man rotation. Right. So you could probably, as far as depth, I mean, guys like Robinson the third, Baysmore, Burks, any of them probably could come back cheap on the minimum. So you can get plenty of wings. It's just having at least one quality wing to go with uh, Steph and Clay and, and Draymond, particularly somebody – my kind of concern is getting one of those wings like Vassal who can defend in case Clay comes back and he's going to be more built to deal with the small fours and less to deal with the right 
the guards like he's been, which has been a skill set before the ACL. Yep, yep, yep. No, that's that's a good one. All right, we need uh we need to get you in on this one. We've asked everyone this one, and I like this one. Will you need Draymond to shoot from three next season? I'll be shocked if he is thirty. If he is thirty five, <laughs> I'll personally go down there and throw a party for the man. So <laughs> I love it. That's, I'll buy, that's... I'll buy six Draymond jerseys if we can hit thirty five next year. <laughs> All right, what's what's your uh so you, any you're taking anything over 30 as a as a personal victory. Exactly. There we go. Perfect. And and you'd be I okay think with going nowhere but down. How can it get any lower? You'd be okay with him every, every okay. Andy, every year we say that. It's like, well, this it, it can't get lower than last year. And he finds a way. How could it possibly be worse? Um you you okay with him joining clutch? How's that? How's that going for you on the uh on the on the uh, on the timeline lately? Uh, I mean, I can see where everybody his quickness to want to defend LeBron and how he doesn't quite, you know, he don't save energy for stuff like he used to. But I care about him. He's not going to roll over when we play the Lakers on the court, so he can he can hang out and do the barbershop show, whatever he wants to do with LeBron off it. But as long as he ain't rolling over on the court, do what you gotta. Love of the game. All right, Darren, we we appreciate you, man. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care, brother. All right, man. Seems like uh, where's our consensus here? Seems like Miles Turner is more or less approved as long as enough to give up two picks. Yep. I think Miles Turner approved over Andrew Wiggins. More surprisingly, Sam, the majority of the people, or everyone that we've had on, doesn't really care about Draymond Clutch. So I think that's another, I think, Twitter versus real life thing. As long as you can play basketball, good with me. We do not care what you do outside of that. Just just give us 31%, Draymond. And that's the other one as well. <laughs> give us 31%. And and Warriors fans being Warriors fans, obviously you you think your team is good enough to win the title next year. I agree as well. So I all in all, good. All in all, good. Who do you think was the best one? Who who was the best quote unquote best that came on? Oh, uh, I thought they were all great. I don't wanna there you know, go. I feel bad playing favorites here. I feel bad. Sam. Maybe maybe on premium we'll rate them all. Maybe we'll maybe I'll go airing of the grievances. I'll let I'll let uh, option zero and, and Mikas and Tommy and all of them know how much they disappointed me. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout, shouts to uh, shouts to Mikas's chain. I think that may have uh, there there is that. I guess you can't beat that. But all right, man, we'll be back. We'll get premium uh, in for uh, later on this week. I am back. People are stuck with me until the end of time. So all right, Sam. All right, Ben. Later. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline on, uh, online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sports book expert.
The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.